Hi, Tishi crew. It's Bet. I am currently making myself breakfast and listening to your show. And y'all are talking about your dad's having change boxes. My dad does not have a change box. My dad leaves ones and fives and all his change all over his office. And he recently let my 10-year-old daughter go through said office and take everything. She got $250. So I'm obviously making her pay for the groceries this month. But uh, I digress. It's very early in the morning and I have to take her to the dentist for oral surgery because... She has a weird tooth that she has to have pulled, so maybe I'll send you a video of, like, her uh, high on the nitrous. So, we'll see how it goes. I love you all. Thank you so much. And Bobby, take care of Sam and Cupcake, and I really wish you guys the best of luck, and I'm going to miss you, because it was nice knowing that you weren't that far away. Bye. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to This Show Has Everything. This week, that includes, but it's not limited to, a summer lost. On a previous show, we talked about what we hope does not return when the virus is under control. But now that it's set in that we did not have the summer we wanted as a show or as individuals, what did we miss? Coming to you from the Mountain Room Studios on the ranch in Manchac, Texas, I'm your host, Mike Frizzell, also known as The Jail Dude. Three of my favorite road dogs flank me today, the first of whom is a tall drink of Diet Coke. Uh, please don't ever at her. From the Land Lakes Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne. Thank God somebody always has a plan, Lundholm. Good morning, Anne. <laughs> there it is. It's a fresh Diet Coke. <laughs> Refreshing. It burns, um, it burns. <laughs> Speaking of tall drinks, uh, this time of LaCroix, uh, let's bring in our other lady scientist from the Denial is the Most Expensive River in Egypt studios. <laughs> it's Meredith Van Horn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning. How did you know I was actually drinking <laughs> sparkling water right now? I, I live and breathe, yep. Meredith. Yep. I still live and breathe, yep. and I, I, I have been to your house. Yeah. What uh, hint of up. flavor are you drinking? Today is cherry. It's oh. very good. It's my, my current fave. I might even try that. I I'm not a fan of the the um those type of things. I I just they don't appeal to me. It's just I when I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty and I want to like drink something non non-carbonated, a water that I can just pound down. Um and I made a huge mistake when I was in Seattle. I at my brother's service, I tried one of those hard seltzers and I was like, first of all, this is like, you know, this is sorority girl stuff. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, I don't even like seltzer. So if I'm going to consume alcohol, stop with the seltzer. What, 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 what is this? But it was like the only thing available and I was, you know, a sad sack. It's a time, way so. of fooling yourself into thinking you're being moderately healthy and hydrating while you're trying to get drunk. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give that up. I mean, that's, yeah. But, um, 
So before I get to the last uh, witch that's on the show, the last uh, coven member, <laughs> um, I have a question for you, Meredith. I'm really glad to hear your voice because the last, you know, I got a letter uh, and, and it said that you'd passed away. But um, <laughs> when you jumped on the call on Tuesday, I was really relieved that you were still, still with us. I got so. found out and I had to come clean. <laughs> you had to come out from the rock yep. from under the rock Mike got a letter from Meredith's quote unquote mom <laughs> <laughs> she just learned cursive it's weird oh my god that was the greatest story in the history of stories um, a rare treat for me the third directional witch uh, I guess the wicked witch of the west but she's also the nice lady um she joins us from the Necker Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington. It's Christy Wise. Hello, Christy. Hello. Sorry I had to wait so long through all that bullshit. How do you square that circle of Wicked Witch of the West and the Nice Lady? Well, if you read the if you saw the play or read the book Wicked, you know that she wasn't wicked at all. Oh, that's true. I did mm-hmm. read the book. Mm-hmm. Also, Nice Lady, you know, is sort of an ironic nickname. What? Mike. I mean, she's she's an ice <laughs> lady, really. I mean Listen. When Stubot gave Christy that nickname many, many years ago at this point, he did not mean it ironically. He did uh, not. But we know her. So uh, anyway, um, <laughs> who's driving the car today? This bucket of bolts, uh, I've, I've, I've taken it as far as I can take it. So, uh, Well, I guess I will take us into small talk. Wait, what kind of car are we driving? Um, whatever Jeremy bought for $400 uh, oh. on his way, out, on his mm. way down to, to Kansas in June or July. I would prefer it if we had air conditioning, but I guess yes. this no. is what we got. No. This is what we got. No. You'd have to pay 800 for that. <laughs> we have a couple of agenda items on the small talk. We're having house talk, but it's not money pit talk because Meredith has reached her limit for money pit talk for the time being. Uh, but I have some maybe anti-money pit talk. and I'm sorry I don't mean to rub this in <clears throat> now as I'm thinking about it. But this week was a milestone for me because I finally received a letter from my bank saying that my private mortgage insurance, my PMI, is canceled. (gasps) Yay! That's a big day. That's great. Yes. And for people who aren't familiar, as I was not before I bought my house, you know, it's one of those situations of they not don't tell knowing you. what nope. you don't know. Yeah, I should have read a book or something, but I didn't even know there were books about buying houses. Yeah. But um, I went to see a mortgage broker just because I was like, well, I've been saving for a long time. I'd like to know sort of where my situation is. I'm, I feel like I want to buy a house in the near future and I need to know what I need to do. And what I didn't realize is that it was 2008 and the housing market was in free fall and that guy wasn't getting any business. And so when he saw me, his reaction was not like, oh, let's answer her questions and get her ready for Mm. the future. It was, how can I get her money now? Like he was desperate to make a sale. So he was like, oh, and your credit's good and we'll get you pre-approved. And do you have a realtor? And here we go, here we go, here we go. And then I was sort of like on the train And I understand when people talk about, you know, they were going to get married and they're having cold feet, but they didn't know how to stop everything because this was much lower stakes. But I just sort of felt like 
I was along for the ride. And so at the very like last minute, he was like, oh, and you'll have this PMI, this private mortgage insurance, because you didn't put up 20% down payment, but that's okay. It's totally common. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. But you know what? If I'd known that, I would have done something differently because I really resent having to pay interest in the first place, you know? Why Why should I have to pay money so that I can pay money? And now I have to pay money to ensure them that I can pay money that I can pay money. And I was like, no, I do not That's a like business it. I want to be in right yeah. there. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, that's that's banks in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally got the notification. It's another $68 a month, which is not that much, except it's like $800 a year yeah. yep. that I get back. And that's I'm great. like... This makes me happy now that this is a stupid thing that I don't have to pay. So I'm glad you brought that in because it's been a rough week for <laughs> for for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Everybody's houses is falling apart. <laughs> there, it's just not good. It's, you know, the news is not good. They were like, "Haha, COVID! You all have to stay in your homes now, <laughs> and now your homes are going to fall apart." Just fall apart. Yeah, they're just <laughs> falling down around us. Yeah. yeah, and it also. I mean, I know when it when mine fell off on my condo it kind of feels like you're over the hump too like you're it's all downhill meaning like there's going to be less and less payments i was really surprised too because i got the letter saying you're eligible to pursue dropping your pmi if you'd like just call our number or whatever right (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i was like okay and i had read up up on it that whatever the conditions are that you have to you know, you essentially have that 20% equity at that point or something about the value of your house and you have to get your house appraised and that's like $400. But I called and the lady was like, oh, no further action is needed. We're just going to cancel that. You don't need an appraisal. And I was like, what? Sweet. She said, nope, you don't have to fill out any more paperwork. I'm just going to cancel it right now and send you the letter that says it's canceled. I was like, well, that was that's great. You probably could have got it a while ago then, because your house is worth more. Oh, way more. Yeah, I'm you sure. Just, but they try to make it hard, though. I know, right? But like, uh-huh. oh, it's just going to be so much paperwork, and you're going right. to have to pay so yep. much money again. So don't do the it. indignity of having to pay a fee to ensure that I no longer have to pay the money to ensure that I pay the money to pay the money. Yeah. I was like, yeah. no. Scam. Banks are a pyramid scam that we pay that we all bought into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so bad. And we can't get out. No. So that's my, uh, my happy development, I guess I'll say, in my life. But Mike, you've had an idea. Yeah, I have an, I've had an idea that's been brewing for a while. And that is... Um, well, let me just tell you what it, what's inspired it. Emily and I sometimes like to take drives on Saturday or Sunday mornings or afternoons and check out all the guardrail damage from all the drunks that, that uh, fly around Central Texas. Sure, Texas hobby. Um, Sounds fun. It's, it's fantastic. I, I love to look at the guardrail damage and guess <laughs> as to what happened here. You, know? I mean, you are a member of the SGD. W, the Society of Guardrail Damage Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> Takes it yeah. seriously. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do take it seriously. I, and I'm fascinated by it. And Emily indulges me. Um, and she often chimes in with her opinions. Uh, and it, it was like, it finally cemented for me 
a couple weeks ago when I, I saw this guardrail damage ahead sign on the highway near our house. And it's a, it's a highway that has a lot of accidents. I mean, uh, in Texas, that's not saying a lot, but this, this highway is known for drunk guys and pickups, like, you know, brawling on the highway. And, you know, this is, this is like lawless land out here. So there was this piece of guardrail that, that, Someone had obviously, this was an easy, it was a layup as far as figuring it out. Someone, it was a major street that uh, someone wanted to turn on and they clearly didn't break in time or they woke up, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and they're, oh, wait, that's my house. And, and, and they tried to turn off the highway. Come on. We've all done that. Yeah. Right. That's normal. (laughs) That you're like, oh shit, this is where I want to turn. But instead of just going ahead and turning around. They tried to make the turn, and they just, you know, really, really went head on into a guard uh, guardrail. You know, the, in front of a gully. It was a good thing the guardrail was there. It was fantastic because this person didn't die. They didn't completely destroy the guardrail. They didn't jump it. You could see that they just run into it. So, the the signs up, signs up, and they finally get around to it. And and I don't know why guardrail damage takes so long, but it always has, even before. Trump and, you know, whatever political motivations could be to leave guardrail damage up, you know, America's falling apart, whatever. I mean, it has to be something to do with keeping black people from getting to the polls, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, probably. But but this time, you know, I, I I saw the signs and it took forever for them to fix it. And then they and then they did fix it. And it looked great. And they had, you know, fresh guardrails and, and fresh, uh, you know, um, posts. Behind him, you could see it was all fresh and wonderful. But the the guardrail damage sign was still up, and it's been up for like two or three weeks since I noticed the damage had been fixed. So I I, I thought, well, if we ever did do something, if we did something with this idea about guardrail damage, you know, where where we could uh, like have a YouTube thing where we'll show you the guardrail damage, we'll have our discussion, people can contribute and, and speculate and... Um, I was thinking for this particular piece of guardrail damage, I would love to have whoever's in charge of these repairs on and, and just just quiz them on first. Why does it take so long to repair the guardrail damage? <laughs> Second, after you've repaired it, don't you want credit for it? Get your fucking sign down. That should be the last step of the process, right? Yes. Or is that a whole nother, is this a union thing? A whole nother guy? No one else can touch the the sign? Could you maybe put some sort of plaque up? Like this guardrail repaired by? Yeah, take some credit. But yeah. it's it's repaired. We don't need to be to be aware of it anymore. You have flags. I mean, this is a big sign with flags on all over it. Jack would have been terrified because he hated things over his head when I was walking him. But This is a road sign? Like a like Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never you know, heard of such a thing. Guardrail damage ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, temporary, but huge. Yeah. Like these things are, yeah. I wonder if they leave it because they're just anticipating that it's going to keep happening because it happens so often. They're just like, mm. why bother? They've given up. Yeah. And they're just Le- going to leave Leon's it. just going to come home from, from Buck's uh, Roadhouse uh, at, at 4.30 tomorrow night and it's going to happen again. Right. Okay, well, so the idea was, you know, this is a show where we talk about it, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a niche. <laughs> but I, 
it's fascinating to talk about when you see the thing and you're and, and everyone's got an opinion, you know, as to how it happened. Everyone has a story as to, you know, some some asshole they saw, you know, or some stupid thing they did. So there you go. Mike had an idea. So uh, unlike most of my ideas, Anne, I didn't take the title and work back. Uh huh. Um, so so I'm open to I'm open to ideas on that. Like, I mean, unguarded or my off first the rails reaction the is that <laughs> I don't know if there's as much demand for this as you think. <laughs> people watch people open packages. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so. That's my argument. That's kind of my, my yeah, but still argument back about any YouTube channel. It's like, you don't even know. I mean, this could be just like one person who would want to watch it, but who fucking knows? Maybe you just plan it as like a six episode one off kind yeah, of yeah. thing. You don't have to do it forever. YouTube right. miniseries. Yeah, just some, uh, some classic guardrail damage. <laughs> could you have a segment that's like guardrails in history? And you're producing it for me. I really appreciate this. <laughs> Guard, you don't know guardrail rules this. in in every state. So you, you've got 50 episodes right there, actually. Oh my god, it's so fun to drive around on a Sunday morning and just watch, just see the carnage. <laughs> I I envision some segment when you're like, you may not know this, but castles did not have guardrails on the drawbridges, <laughs> which is a major oversight in the planning process. Many horses back. were lost. <laughs> take it all the way back. Right? They don't take they never took the signs down. They're still from the Middle Ages. The sign is still there, but the guardrail, I mean they fixed it. Ye old guardrail damage ahead. <laughs> Ye old drawbridge damage, right? So, you know, well, that's it. I like this idea because it's quite a, a low risk investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just some pictures. You know, mm-hmm. shoot some 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 cinema verite, and uh, you know some rampant speculation. My wife's lovely voice, mm-hmm. and uh, whoever the commissioner is of taking the fucking sign down. <laughs> Maybe that should be an elected position. Someone is just elected to <laughs> yeah. to keep their finger on the pulse of guardrail repair so that they can yeah. go around and take the signs down yeah the sign has to be down i mean maybe that's a job for you because leon doesn't want to look at it no he's moving on to yeah. the next issue if we have to vote for like drain commissioner why not guardrail sign do commissioner? we do we vote for drain commissioner we do I haven't here. done my research oh my god the different there's some really weird commissioners yeah. all over the United States. Some stuff you would not believe the, the titles of these people. I mean, I pay taxes. I shouldn't have to decide who my train commissioner is going to be. Maybe that's a Michigan thing. I don't know. Well, just I always just vote for a woman or someone that sounds ethnic because it's time for change in the guardrail. Well, they business. don't have enough power to be corrupt yet. Oh, drain commissioner is a Michigan thing. <laughs> what what exactly is their job? Um, responsible Circling? for planning, developing, and maintaining surface water drainage systems under Public Act 40 of 1956. Hmm. All and right. It's a uh, partisan position. Jesus Christ. <laughs> elected partisan, in presidential election years for a term of four years. <laughs> wow. And do you have a water commissioner too? And what if they're from different parties? Yeah, what if the drain commissioner and the water commissioner get in a fight? Just hate each yeah. other. 
Well, then he just throws the stopper in, and, it, and then yeah, it's a it's a it's a nightmare. I mean, I don't understand how you can politicize drains <laughs> yeah. other than money. I guess. Well, it's where where it's going to drain. Oh, that's well, true. We do have one, and they're appointed by the governor or the the mayor of the city. So that this is a city that's position. Interesting. Because drain is a negative uh, thing. I mean, as a word. So the state drain commissioner will have to coordinate with all the city water commissioners. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of power. You guys need a drain? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I mean, I just assume that all the drains go into Flint. <laughs> oh, I mean. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Michigan, ladies Michigan. and gentlemen. <laughs> Your freshwater capital. <laughs> All right, that's enough of small talk for today. Let's open the mail bag. We still have some confessions trickling in. I've noticed a couple of new ones getting added to the Facebook thread. But we got an email with a confession this week that is maybe wow. the best and most disturbing confession out of all of these and i feel uncomfortable reading it because of the subject matter but i'm going to from anonymous this person he or she but i think we can probably all guess <laughs> once we hear it <laughs> says this has to be anonymous because the motherfucker i did this to has followers who would come after me in the 1980s I lived in Metairie. Is that the way you say it, Mike? Metairie, yeah. Louisiana. Metairie about, or Metairie? Uh-huh. About, I know it's a subtle difference. About half a mile from the David Duke compound just off of I-10. Mm. I had to drive by there every day on my way to work. At the time, he was pretending to clean up his act, distancing himself from his KKK activities. He began running for office. Don't remember what the office was, but he made the mistake of sending me a campaign fundraising letter with a postage paid return envelope. As an aside, I think it was for Senate. He ran for Senate. No, drain commissioner is what I remember. <laughs> how I remember it. Okay. He's perfect for it, by the way. Postage paid return envelope. Cue up the drop. You're a gross person. After making sure it had no identifying numbers, <laughs> I took that envelope Oof. into the bathroom, took a dump, oh. took a long, slimy swipe <laughs> with toilet paper, oh, no. No, 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 no. folded it up, put it in the envelope, and dropped it in a nearby mailbox. Mm -hmm. So that's my confession. Oh, amazing. I love to it. To this person. This confessor, you are a gross person, and also my hero. Yeah. That's biological warfare. I salute you. <laughs> oh. It couldn't have happened to a nicer person. Mm. Well, yeah, and you need it to go down the drain, so send it to the drain commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Whew. Now I'm not hungry. This is the first time in the history of the show that I, I'm just... <laughs> My hunger is just going away. Well, okay, let's change the topic then from confessions and go on to Chicago movies. Our question from last week, what mm -hmm. movie makes you think of Chicago? Got a lot of great responses. Oh, and bonus uh, question from Hillary, what movies should she watch with Bridget now that she is eight going on 18? So we had a couple of uh, responses, well, a bunch of responses for both of those questions. 
uh, Chicago movies from Daniel. He says, mostly from the name, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then he put a picture of the Chicago poster. And I was like, yeah, a uh, duh. That makes sense. <laughs> Why did that not cross our minds? <laughs> Chicago, which I think I own. And movie. wasn't that a revelation for Richard Gere that he could do that? Uh, Edward says the Blues Brothers. Yes. Again, der. <laughs> Why did we not? Uh, Alicia says high fidelity. And by the way, this was uh, Hillary's honorable mention, one of her honorable mentions. But, you know, we clocked that show in at almost two and a half hours. And so we actually yeah. didn't cover all the content that we brought. Uh, so thank you, Alicia, for making sure that that gets mentioned. She says high fidelity, but holy crap, this movie does not hold up. I was a senior in high school when it came out, and in college I worked at a music store. Remember those? <laughs> I adored and somehow really related to this movie. I watched it recently, and good lord. It honestly made me worry about my college age <laughs> self. Jack Black is somewhat entertaining, but otherwise, nope. <laughs> I I think it's it's part of the Q-sackening when we realized that John Cusack yep. was the yeah. crazy. It's like we all woke up one day and like, oh. oh. I mean, right. any of those like 80s and 90s movies though, right? Oh, yeah. highly problematic. Yeah. We're finding mm-hmm. that, I think, through this this road trip that a lot of our beloved favorites <laughs> from years past don't hold up all that well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I, as a longtime fan, and I, I must defend John Cusack a bit in that, his movie roles have been problematic, not his personal life. What? Um, He's like a known asshole. <laughs> asshole, yes, but spacey level? No. I no, mean, do you no. look at him in a movie and go, oh my God, I, you know, this guy, I want to kill him. No, but no one said that. I hope spacey is not the bar that we're trying to attain. I'm just making a, a slight argument. Because, that's true. You know, He's a garden variety asshole. Yes. That's what I'm, you know, there Could are lots of lot actors worse. who are assholes. Could, yes. <laughs> lots of them. And lots of them have had really awful roles as well. Yep. You know, um, I, 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 I I jumped off his train a long time ago, but but I was a fan of him when he was younger, and I'd be really disappointed if he were more than that garden variety asshole and he were a Spacey or a Cosby. Oh yeah, so, we were yeah. we were all a fan of him back in the day, and I yeah. continue to be a fan of Joan Cusack, who I think totally. really yeah, she, balances her stuff that all out. Holds up. Yeah. She's, She's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, Danny says Bonnie Hunt's Return to Me is sappy as heck but it stars some legendary Chicago actors and it was Carol O'Connor's last movie. Danny, mm. this was my honorable mention. I love Return to Me. So and I love Bonnie Hunt. Yes, here's a sneak peek on some upcoming programming is I think in 2024, once we're finished with all the uh, movie road trip stuff, <laughs> <laughs> the coven is going to get together and do a rom-com show but not like Pretty Woman in Notting Hill. I want to do Mm-mm. second tier rom-coms. Yes. Where it's not the mega stars and the things that everybody brings up. And I think Return to Me is one of those. I love it. Uh, Joellen says, I say be bold. Get a bottle of Malort and watch the following in order. Ordinary people, widows, and 16 candles. But take a shot anytime something racist or offensive happens. Good luck. 
you will probably <laughs> die. <laughs> you yeah, pass out before you die. Malort is so nasty, though. Yeah, so Malort will you'll die it's from the Malort that. that will kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bobby loves it, though. Send Bobby some Malort. If you can find his new address, send Bobby a bottle of Malort, please. It's weird medicinal taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anne Louise says, my kids are really into Home Alone right now, which is fine, because it reminds me of Jen Flash Andrews. I forgot that Home Aww. Alone was Chicago. Andrea says, my best friend's wedding for Chicago movie... Kimmy's dad owns the White Sox. Of course, my best friend's yes. wedding is good. That's a first tier rom com. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and then multiple people said yours, Christy, if you would like yes. to contribute it. Um, I said for both adventures and babysitting because it taught me that you never go on the expressway without a spare tire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's come in handy, right? Yes. That served you sure. in good stead. Yeah. That, I mean, really, when I was in driver's ed, I'd just be like, well, I know I need to have a spare tire. Like, that's the only thing I <laughs> got that one down. <laughs> yep. It's such a good, I mean, I haven't revisited it, so it uh, could have problematic things in it. Maybe I'll show it to Elliot and see. It's it's fine. Yeah, I've watched it recently. It's very good. I, I don't think there'll be. A I love Elizabeth Shue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Her career went a different way than we all thought. Yeah, it did back in the eighties, but she's great. She hitched herself to Nicolas Cage. That was a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oof. Uh, as far as movies for Bridget goes, besides Adventures in Babysitting, uh, Kalina said, "My kids loved Ten Things I Hate About You." Yes, that's perfect. So good. Bree said, for Bridget, The Princess Diaries, Now and Then, Legally Blonde, Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead, Can't Hardly Wait, 13 Going on 30. Bree just came armed. Well, Princess and Diaries, in and of themselves, are two things that a young girl, you know, would be interested in, it seems, and put them together. I mean, I have not seen Princess Diaries, but if I were an uh, eight to 10-year-old person interested in such things i'd be like yes blind take to the princess diaries let's show it let's go i watched the princess diaries but i think i was far too old oh me too yeah. but i, I watched thoroughly it. enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> and you admit it that's cool yeah. yep uh missy says sadly save the last dance it works for chicago and bridget it is mm. a terrible movie in retrospect she's an awful dancer oh i <laughs> thought that was a jordan documentary <laughs> Well, maybe they can watch Just the Jordan documentary, yeah. too. Yeah. Why not? They can all see how big of an asshole he was. <laughs> yeah, talk about assholes, whose early work we really appreciated. And Andrea says, For Bridget, Lemonade Mouth, and Radio Rebel were two of my daughter's favorite movies at that age. I have never heard of either I've of those. Heard of so them. that makes wow, me no. think that those are probably age-appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And then... Um, Finally, Hillary's dad, Michael, chimed in and said, saving risky business for Rory when he's mm. a little older. <laughs> mm-hmm. My grandparents weren't as much fun as Michael and Gavin <laughs> are. Right. So that was great, guys. Thank you very much. Um, and keep them coming. We will take confessions as long as you want to oh, confess yeah. them because good. it's fascinating. But let's head into the main topic for this show. This is coming out on Labor Day, or let's be honest, at 1030 the night before Labor Day, because I want to make sure I get the show up before I go to bed. (laughs) And Labor Day kind of marks, I think I wrote the official end of summer, but it's the unofficial end of summer. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, because isn't fall like like the 20th or the 21st? Yeah. Yeah. 
is the... But most people are back in school by Labor Day. Yep. So it just feels like the end. We definitely all packed up our white clothing, right? <laughs> people yeah. still do that. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would not be caught dead? No. Wearing that now. Of course not. Um, I don't think I have any white clothing except for a either. t-shirt. Yeah. You're all set. White is not slimming. And we thought that this would all be taken care of by now. And by this, I meant COVID. It could have. Because it we would have gotten everything under control. <laughs> we would have gotten some summer. And uh, that turned out not to be the case. And so this, in fact, is our lost summer. And we thought maybe we should talk about what we have missed this summer. Is it food? Is it get-togethers? Is it events? Anything else that we can think of? What do you think, guys? Do we do we start with food? What have we missed with food? Meredith, you start with yours. It's so sweet. Oh, so I was thinking about this, and genuinely, the thing I missed most is going to my mom's house and having big family dinners. And this made me realize how, how sappy I'm getting in my old age, I guess, mm-hmm. because I used to roll my eyes at these a little bit. <laughs> uh, my mom insists on having dinner for everybody on their birthday at her house. So so you get to choose the menu, you get to choose, you know, what we're having for dinner and what kind of cake or pie or whatever kind of dessert that you want and she will make it all for you and everybody comes over, meaning the siblings and their kids and spouses and and it's just a wonderful time and it was something we did pretty regularly before this and I the last time we did it was in February for Victor's birthday and mm. that was the last time that I saw Victor and Olivia and Olivia is going to be two next Aww, month two is the best I know and I don't know <laughs> when I'll get to see her again and it's just making me crazy I hate it um the other thing is I love it when other people are cooking food now at this point like anything <laughs> yeah, right? that anyone I else. don't have to cook like <laughs> totally sign me the up best food ever <sighs> you don't have to cook yeah and my mom loves to cook for us I think she pretends anyway and so I don't feel bad about it and and I miss that a lot I'm at the point where I'm like hummus and pita seems like a great dinner counts as dinner right yep. slice slices of cheese That'll mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had those dinners. Don't Maybe have to I'll cook. Steam you don't have some to frozen broccoli. Yep. Oh well, that's getting fancy. <laughs> One giant spoon of peanut butter. Uh, Ooh, hell why not? Right. <laughs> Done. We've devolved as a species. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just we've lost our ability, yeah. our patience, our drive to make meals for ourselves anymore. I get Baby Bell at Costco now. Yeah, because <laughs> I need to count netting yeah. sack. Oh, yeah, baby Bell. <laughs> uh, well, what else, Christy? So this is a weird one because I know you can eat it, but it just isn't the same. Um, made at home corn, corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. P- made on a barbecue grill is the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's the best, and like the sweet white corn and butter and salt. It's so good, and I haven't had any this summer. And then also, because I don't eat meat, I'm constantly eating salmon burgers. The, these are really good from Costco. Um, I don't know if they have them at every Costco because salmon is harder to get in the middle of the country, I guess. Um, but they're super good. And we always go over to my sister-in-law's house and her husband like mans the grill and I get salmon burgers with Tillamook cheese melted on it. And then mm. she makes, the. I don't like tartar sauce at all. I think it's disgusting but she makes this homemade tartar sauce because her kids can't eat eggs so she makes it with like vegan mayonnaise and pickles it 
so good. And so I miss that because I haven't got to go to her house all summer. Can I go back to the Tillamook cheese on the salmon burger? Oh, it's so I've never good. heard of that before, putting cheese on fish. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> do I, do I, I mean, need to get on this? I, have you, everything's worth trying when it's cheese involved. This is like a casserole, but in different form. Just think of it that way. Yeah. It might not be for you, Anne, but if you don't try it, you don't. Oh, know. I'm not saying that uh, I find it weird. It's just I've never put those two things together in my Neither brain have I, before. But, well, haven't you had like a again, fish sandwich so. like at a, you know, like, like McDonald's oh, puts true. cheese on it. Yeah. yeah. So oh, God, when that. was the last time I had a fish sandwich from uh, a fish filet, filet of fish from McDonald's? That's never, ever my order, but I no. think I've tried it maybe once or twice and didn't hate it. I get it a lot. I get yeah, double pickles and extra, extra. Um, Don't say extra know, tartar. tartar. Oh, they already put too much on. I say no time. We can make the perfect burger together because I'll scrape mine off and put on yours. Yeah, but I'll take what it. The, my one complaint about the fish filet is why is there only like a sh- like a thin slice of cheese? You know what I'm talking about, Mike? Yeah. Well, they, it's, it's like only they 35 take the f- cents to get another slice. I know. So. It's like they take the full craft single and then they fold it in half and only give or, it half. <laughs> or somehow they 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 can slice it down the down Even the middle. Even more thin. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right. They have. A, <laughs> there's nowhere for the flavor to hide. Right. It's just a hint of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> right. So salmon burgers with cheese, some mm. delicious barbecue sauce. I had Mint. corn last weekend, and I went to see my mom. The only person I am not strictly socially distancing from is my mother, since she's alone and I'm alone. We're like, yeah. well. I just want to do this together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But uh, she she doesn't do um, corn on the grill. She just boils it and mm. it's still fine. Great. I think it's, that's still great. It's yeah. great. Yep. And it's the only corn that I've had this summer. So do you now are you eat it off the cob or cut it oh, off? Oh, yes. Oh, you eat are. it off the cob. I and love cut to it. cut it off the cob. Me too. That's I cut it off. Ever thing. since oh. I had braces, I cut it off mm. the cob. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I ask for a sharp knife if they don't have if they don't bring one out, mm-hmm. you know, with whatever the meal is. I say, can I get like a steak knife here? And then I cut it all off and, you know, mixed in with the potatoes. Just do but, all, just yep. get nuts. Same. But how can you? The one of the best parts is eating down the rows, like and then like it's like, like it's a typewriter. Yeah. Agreed. No, mm-hmm. I, I don't like getting my hands all. You know, well, that's yeah. why you get corn holders. I'm yeah. cob all the way, and I've got yeah, this little corn-shaped stabby guys. If you're at a guys, restaurant, you don't get a cute. corn holder. You know, you don't get corn holders. Well, that's so the you have restaurant's to, fault. Well, yeah. Right. So what I do is I stand the thing up and cut all the corn off, and it's just as good, and you don't get your hands dirty at all. I do that if I'm making, like, a bean and a corn salad or something, and mm-hmm. I usually use raw corn for that because I think it's delicious. It's so much mm-hmm. better, yeah. Um, but if, I, if it's, like, cooked corn on a cob, I want it. I want to roll it in a stick of butter, yep. put salt on it, and I want yeah, to eat it and I pretend it. like it's a typewriter in a cartoon. I'm just a priss about my hands when I'm eating. I don't, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a like a finger licking good type guy. I'm, well, we I know that, more. that you're not into licking fingers. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and in our house, instead of regular table salt, we always use popcorn salt because it's so fine. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful oh. with that because... That's all fast. Wrong you can overdo it quickly. Yeah. Then you just yeah. have to add more corn. So that's another more reason butter. to cut it off. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fix the ratios. It's a delicate operation, mm-hmm. but yeah. I have a lot of memories of shucking corn sitting on oh, the back Oh, me too. Step. Mm-hmm. I feel fun. like that's a Midwest thing. Yes, like everyone knows shucking the corn. Um, 
Oh, so I went to my cousin's house and this is how they buttered their corn. And I think it's disgusting. They buttered a piece of bread and then rolled the corn on the bread. You're Mm -hmm. just not getting enough butter in that situation. And you're losing a lot of butter to the bread. And do you eat the bread? I mean, then it's just bread and butter, I guess. But yeah, if you don't eat it, that's just a waste. Yeah. But if you don't eat it, it's just a waste. Right. It's all of it's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You know how people say uh, that that's one way to go when they mean you're an idiot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's one option. That's an option. Uh, Well, my food is fried chicken. And it's not really a summer thing because I don't eat a lot of fried chicken. But what I'm talking about is when I go to the fancy grocery store and they have the hot food self-serve bar area and they have pretty good fried chicken in that. And I would get a piece or two and some mashed potatoes and some green beans or something. (laughs) And, of course, they've completely shut those down at all grocery stores, I think, because you just can't have self-serve food. People handling all those spoons and stuff. It's just not a great idea. So that's all gone away. And I don't really have anywhere else that I get fried chicken from because, frankly, I'm not going to restaurants or anything either. So I kind of miss that. You know, the store, I just went to the store yesterday and I'm, I'm not doing a money pit update because I'll cry if I do, but mm. um, my kitchen's kind of out of commission right now. And so I got a bunch of prepared food and they had all the, 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 whole, the hot bar stuff and the cold bar stuff, but it was already prepackaged. So you couldn't mm. get the, the, the exact amount that you wanted, but it was basically fine. And I think that's a pretty good uh, middle ground. No spoons. Would you have to heat it up know. when you got home? They that they had like you know the the rotisserie chickens and the oh the under the heat area. lamp yeah mm-hmm. yeah maybe I'll look into that oh I have an item for you to look for okay Oreos maple flavored oh hmm. they're in the yellow package so the cookie is the white one mm-hmm. and then they have a maple filling if you like maple flavor you will love it I am maple neutral I would say. I'm into maple, but I'm not into fake maple because we have such good real maple stuff yeah. here that I'm afraid that I would be snotty about it, but I would like to try it. Wait a minute. You think that Oreos aren't made with real maple syrup? Oh, there's <laughs> got to be. Hmm. Um, uh, but Meredith, well, have you ever had those Canadian cookies that are shaped like the the uh, leaf mm-hmm. and they're maple? Yes. They taste like that. Okay. Those are good. Yeah. Those ones from Trader Joe's with the cream filling? Oh, no, I know the ones you're talking about. I, I know the, both of these cookies you're talking about, and uh, and yeah, they're they're both quality. It sounds like I need to do some exploration here. Yeah, might as well <laughs> a little research. I mean, yeah. remember we did have the Oreo taste off, and I would say this would have been number one. Oh wow! All right, yeah. I'm still surprised at how much I like the lemon thins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were good. I I was surprised at the pistachio. Oh, yeah, a lot like of people like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wait, we're getting on a nostalgic kick. Sorry. I mean, it goes into our next one. What are we missed? (laughs) Mike, do you have something to bring to the table? Uh, Nothing in in particular uh, about food. Um, And and I want to keep my remarks brief this week because I I know I've been going on and on and the shows go on and on. So uh, when you all decide to let me come on this week, I know on Tuesday night you gave me kind of a talking to about how much live sports you had to watch um this weekend and just keep it brief so i'm just gonna like move on you know i don't want to miss that golf i've been waiting for it to come back there's a lot on so uh yeah i'll i'll I'll, you know i'll keep it brief for y'all okay okay 
That, that's it. I don't have food on this. I don't. Oh, well, take us to the next category. Whatever category you'd like to. Well, well, let me just say what I've missed the most uh, this summer. In fact, let's just extend it back to the beginning of the pandemic. And that is, and this is, I might be the only one in the history of the world that ever says this, but I miss my in-laws. Um, <laughs> but you people. always complain that it's like you're a goose and she's stuffing you in preparation for making foie gras. <laughs> he secretly yeah. loves it. He loves it. Yeah. Well, I love that they want me to... <laughs> the, eat eat you know I mean, that's that's great uh but but i just miss the 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 company and the camaraderie and you know my my wife's family is is pretty great and they're fairly local but they're shut down you know because they're all old as fuck and you know i have no legs so everyone's trying to be safe and cool and it sucks so i miss it i think that's a universal feeling mm-hmm. i think that's the biggest universal feeling yeah for all of us you know i would have loved to go to la to meet my new nephew yeah who's now march april may june july six months old oh they are more fun at six months than they really one. are that's true <laughs> far less screaming just at a random right side of that <laughs> oh but he might be walking by the time I know. I know. At least we have like FaceTime and Zoom. And can you imagine this happening in the 90s or something? Ugh. It's time to write the weekly letter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Describe everything that and happened. We could only watch exactly what was on TV. Ugh. I think we'd all have we would have died. probably ended it by no. now. <laughs> well, depending on what part of the 90s it was, it was NBC Must See TV. We could have watched the single one guy. day a week. I guess well, you have something you to live down for. From October 1993 until like, I don't know. yeah, you know what it was? <laughs> yeah, what's that? You- like? June 1998. <laughs> <laughs> it would be tough. It would be very tough. Be hard. Oof. Yeah, but you could go out and play sports. Well, not the prisons can't right now. They're all in like full on lockdown mode. That's true. You would definitely so, get COVID if you were. <laughs> yeah, still no in TV unless you had like. A one stolen in your um, bunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we didn't have TVs in the feds. They didn't let us have them, so it sucked. Yeah, I know. Well, it would have been terrible to be in prison in the '90s, but we should acknowledge, at least I want to acknowledge that that is an absolute travesty. What's going on in the prisons yes. right now? Oh my gosh! That, th- that this is one of my subjects, like Meredith's house. I I don't I even want to. Can't yeah. talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's talk about some other things. These can all kind of roll into one discussion. I miss seeing the Tishi family. I mean, the last time we did it, it was the LRB picnic last summer. Yeah, we've never had a Tishi picnic. We would have done it this summer. It was going to be so much better than the LRB picnic. I know. That was just (laughs) lame plans. Resentment. So different. What would we have been taste testing? Who even knows? I don't know. Also, you know, Hillary and Bobby and Will did manage to yeah, kind of get their own kind of did it anyway. yeah, they, <laughs> version of a picnic for the cool kids. Whatever. <laughs> I miss the picnic for sure. I put that down as mine, too. I'm just stealing yep. your, your idea because I genuinely do miss that. Um, and I miss, you know, just traveling in, in general. I was just checking my Southwest 
miles today. I could fly around the world like four times with the miles that I've got. Now. <laughs> but you can't go. <laughs> Never going to be able to use them. <laughs> but you know, I, I the thing I also really miss is going to Canada. I can't go to Canada right now. Oh but you're no, right dumplings there. for you. I know. It sucks. We're not allowed to. Hmm. What's weird is you could fly there. It's, it's such a weird loophole. Can't go across the bridge or under the tunnel. Yeah. But you can walk through an airport and sit in yes. a for tube two of hours. Farts. <laughs> yes. Are you allowed to go to Canada? Yes. On a plane? It's huh. only if you fly. It's such a weird, that doesn't terrible make sense. thing. Book a flight to Windsor, Meredith. Well, we've got friends yeah. in Windsor, and I would love to go see them. And but we do Zoom like game nights with them. But it's still, you know, it's not the same. You'll get no, up to like three hundred feet before you have to come down. Right, and, and it, land it's in like Windsor. Four minute flight. <laughs> <laughs> you have to jettison a whole bunch of fuel before you can yeah. descend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christy. Besides our picnic, um, that's a given. And both, basically, you guys all coming to Seattle, that's my favorite um, my favorite thing of the summer. It's but, really a fun weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so fun. We need to make it a week next time um, to make up for this year. Um, one of my favorite things to do is I work right by the Pike Place Market, and I love going there in the summer, and there's all the fresh flowers, and um, not so much when the I, I look at the, the um, cruise ship schedule and if there's a cruise ship in you don't go but um just all the like tourists and all the action that is happening i just loved doing that every day at lunch so i miss that mm. i think the first time meredith went to pike place market a, a cruise ship was in and she's like this is insanity yeah it was <laughs> i said get out of there get out of there now <laughs> i think you like took a red eye too right like you were exhausted yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was overwhelming yeah. <laughs> This might be a good time for me to say that I miss the Minnesota State Fair. And I could not adequately talk about what the fair involves in this amount of time without it being a three-hour show. So I have a little bonus podcast that I made yesterday. And I had a special guest, two special guests on to talk about the Minnesota State Fair with me. So... Uh, I haven't decided if it's going to come out before this one or out after this show, but you'll be seeing it, to it somewhere. But I thought it would be five or 10 minutes. I was like, I'll just put it into the regular <laughs> show. And then it was 45, mm. which yeah, it's great. Is a Tishi specialty. We're like, yeah, this will be a quick show. And then two hours mm -hmm. later, we're oh, like, always. No, it's going to no. be a show on a stick. And next thing you know, yep. it's a buffet. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm especially sad about this, too. Um, because, Anne, you know, this was the year that my family was all going. Oh, no, Christy. Because yeah. my dad has a family that lives in Minnesota and he's always heard about the fair. So we were all going to go there and have you be our, um, what is it called? Concierge. Ambassador. I'm such a good yeah. tour guide Aww. for the state fair. <laughs> I don't know if you'd be ready for the wisest, but we were coming. It was going to happen. Oh, I'd be ready. I'd be <laughs> ready <laughs> so i uh i won't talk anymore about the state fair now because we talked about it not even exhaustively but we made a good uh a, a good attempt at talking about it on the extra pod so next year well my next one is well kind of similar to pike place market is, is eastern market in detroit i think i've talked about it before it's a huge huge it's huge farmer's market 
It's a mm-hmm. historic commercial district. Um, Are you sure it's not a farmer's market, as it says on the run sheet? <laughs> Google Drive isn't accepting my space bar, so everything I wrote has no spaces in it. So oh, farmer's no. market. <laughs> At least you got the apostrophe in I there. That key's still working. Yep. Um, it's it's because this this tef, this uh, category was like events, right? And I don't love to do events in the summer because it's hot and, and yeah. it's, it's really humid here. There's so many and people. There's so many people. And this summer in Michigan has been really hot, like abnormally yep. hot um, and pretty gross. So I, I'm not upset about not really going to outdoor events. I always think those sound like a good idea. And then when I'm there, I'm like, <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. So, but the one thing that I really do like to do in the summer is go to Eastern Market um, early on a, a weekend morning and get it's, it, you could get your whole groceries for the week there. Um, there's so many different vendors and, and there's like street musicians and, and, you know, artists and it's just wonderful. And I, I, it's open, but I'm not, I just, am not comfortable going. So I haven't gone this year. I think that's wise. I can see being with people outside, but people squished together outside still. Yeah. And it's still, you know, you're interacting with vendors and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's semi indoor outdoor right like there it's sheds sort of and so the there the walls are open but there's roofs and and it's always very crowded like it's hard mm-hmm. to get around in there on a normal day so i just don't think it's a good idea right now no and i think we still have we've kind of forgotten a little bit with all the talk about masks and airborne transmission and all of that stuff that you can transmit covid through touch oh yeah very easily so I feel bad for those. Yeah. And it's, you you know, cash, it's usually cash based, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like handling of, of items and money. And I just don't think it's a good idea. So maybe next year. Struggling with the idea of how to balance the need for people making a living with not getting sick. I know. Um, I like a good farmer's market. I like a farmer's market that has a stand that's a stand that sells ice cream. Oh, there's Mm. many of those. And there's some good coffee ones too like they've got really cool fun drinks and little like you know food trucks everywhere oh it's great my other contribution on the list uh meredith you talked about having all the travel miles and you can't go anywhere this summer i was supposed to take my long-awaited trip to saint lucia island in the caribbean slash caribbean um, depending on which pronunciation we're using. And it's a trip that I have been thinking about for literally 20 years. And I mean literally in the literal sense. I've been thinking about it since I was in college. And it was always one of those things that I thought someday and I thought it was expensive. And I've actually never done a tropical vacation. And I'm very much not comfortable with the idea of a swimsuit in public and I have finally, and I talked about it ad nauseum with my therapist, and she was the one who helped me finally make the decision that this was the year that I was going to do it. And it was $1,200 for a plane ticket. And it was in May. And I, when we went into lockdown, I thought, oh, this will all be over in two months. I'll be able to go. And then came the day when Delta sent me an email and said, oh, by the way, we canceled your flights. Mm-hmm. And now I have $1,200 in Delta credit <laughs> sitting mm-hmm. in my account that I have to use within a year. So I don't know how that's going to work. But uh, I had to give up on that plan. And that made me 
really sad. And I had had a little extra money that I was given as a gift that I used to book a much nicer like hotel than I normally <laughs> would have stayed at. And I had to cancel that. And I feel bad because it was like a family business. And now who knows if I'll work up like the nerve to go and do it again. I hope you do. Me too. I hope you do. It sounds wonderful. The weird thing was when I finally knew that I was going to have to cancel it, there was a part of me that felt relieved. Oh. I was like, oh, thank God I don't have to go do that mm -hmm. <laughs> because it was really kind of a daunting thing. It was very sort of emotionally daunting for me to do something totally, completely different. And I was going to have to fly to Atlanta and then fly to St. Lucia and then find transport across the island and all this stuff. And I was just sort of like, oh, I don't have to deal with that. Thank God. So it's definitely going to be a challenge to decide that I want to do it again. Well, do you have credit for the um, hotel? No, because I booked no. through Travelocity and apparently Travelocity had not paid the resort. So mm. I just got a refund from Travelocity. Oh, you should So there's, there's nothing to force me to do it mm -hmm. other than the need to use that those airline but you could miles. use those on anything exactly yep. yep um is is french the predominant language there uh the island's been traded back and forth between the french and the yeah. british for a long time so a lot of the place names are french but everybody speaks english oh okay and so maybe signs are both like in canada or something um it could be i don't know no i think everything is definitely in english okay so uh, anything else anybody wants to talk about that they missed? Well, I want to bright side the whole thing before Please we finish Please do. Up. One thing that's been great uh, about all of this, and like I said, I want to extend it all the way back to March or, or whenever we started staying home. Um, my wife travels a lot for work, and she hasn't traveled a single time for work since it started, and I love that. Because, as y'all know, I'm a lonely, sad, sack son of a bitch. You get need... needy when she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's that's the good news. The the bad news is, like, she needs to get out of here. Ah. <laughs> she needs to get away from you. Oh, my God. I see it in her face yeah. every day. I, the togetherness I is overwhelming. It's too much for her, and she needs to get out of here. But she's worried because I do things like leave burners on, you know. Oh, just, oh yeah. You know, I do old man, <laughs> absent-minded bullshit. But her office is a separate little building. She can go out there and be by mm -hmm. herself anytime. I mean, she, she by she herself does. with Ginger and Abby. I'm I'm pretty sure she takes vacation days, but still goes out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why but, doesn't uh, she hole up at a local hotel? She's talked about it, you do know. It. I yeah, highly recommend. She, yeah, she, she should have all... Cullen come babysit you while she's out of town. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> but he's not a reliable, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's great. He'll do anything you tell him, but he's not intuitive. Yeah, you know? yeah. He, no, he I won't understand. follow me around and make sure I don't die. Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe the two of you together will be like one full. Yeah. No, I think it multiplies <laughs> for the worse, you know. <laughs> That's true. It could go the opposite <laughs> way, right? Yeah, it can, go, it can go south fast. Instead of one adult, you're two children. <laughs> So having my wife uh, captive uh, here in Manchac has been a huge upside. That's for great. you. <laughs> for you and nobody else, apparently. <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, for me, it's been great. 
Why am I thinking about that guy in Cleveland that had the three women locked in his basement for a decade? Oh, if I had a basement, Emily could leave town. Just throw some women down there and, you know. Just for company. You're not going to do yeah. anything gross with them. I'm not gross. I mean, uh, I just want to talk. It's also down a I'll long flight of stairs, pizza. right? I'll get some DoorDash. What do y'all want? <laughs> He's going to put one of those... Um, chair seat railing things going down to the basement oh yeah so you can just, <laughs> just do ride down, down i'm the coming <laughs> i got the pizzas <laughs> <laughs> yeah got the box set of uh 30 rock We're coming down sounds great actually i'll i'll, I'll come hang out in your basement <laughs> yeah, yeah real lockdown <laughs> oh boy well what are we looking forward to let's end this on a real positive note not with jokes about keeping your wife in the basement <laughs> No, no, I never said I would keep her in the basement. Just, oh, it's just other just random company. women. Whatever women or people that she can procure for me to keep me company when she's gone. Okay, well, it's <laughs> dark in a different way. But yeah. what are we looking forward to this fall? We should have some things that we can look forward to. I'll start. The Great British Baking Show is filming. Yes. Oh, wow. Which means... I saw that. I'm so excited. There should be a new season Coming soon. One new host. Noel's still there. Meredith, I know that you love him. I do. But Sandy left. Now we have Matt Lewis, which he's a weird British guy. You would know him. He was in Bridesmaids. He and Rebel Wilson were the brother and sister that Kristen Wiig lived with. The weird British people. (laughs) Yes. So that's him. He's going to be one of the hosts. So I'm looking very much forward. Maybe I should do like a recap segment on the show or maybe i'll do a bonus series where we could anybody who's watching could talk about it that would be fun please let me join it's interesting and that you that the show is coming back because i was talking to my friend josh who works in reality tv yesterday and and uh there's still no work nobody's going back to work in the u.s on these shows so you know these other countries getting their shit back together Mm -hmm. is just pointing out Oh, well, <laughs> they quarantined them in in general on the Great British uh-huh. Baking Show. They just like ride the train down or whatever and film on the weekends and then go back to their regular lives during the week. But they're quarantining them up at a hotel and they even built like test kitchen areas so that they can practice their recipes during the week. Wow, that's nice. Yep. Yeah. There so, are right. some shows being filmed and they get tested every day. Right. If you, ha- if you have enough money to pay the insurance premiums and I mean, because... It's still dangerous here. Sure. Yep. You know, so it's, I mean, there, there's some limited production, but other countries are just getting back to it. And, and ours yeah. are like, I don't know, we got to have all this and this and this. Well, and I this. think I'm now like, that shit. The Rock and Robert Pattinson are right. oh, positive, yeah. I think gonna that's going to shut They down. started filming the Batman again in England yeah. and then Robert Pattinson uh, tested positive for COVID. And mm. can we take a little sidebar here and say, Robert Pattinson? No. Really? Should not be yeah. the Batman. Guys, I'm going to say something sacrilegious. I don't think he's very good looking. No. Nope. I don't either. No. I never understood. He's That's why I was always pasty. Team Jacob. <laughs> he made a good vampire, I guess. I mean, <laughs> he was fine, but he just, he's not handsome. No. No. Is he a I good actor? I mean, if actor? I want one thing in my matinee idols, I want them to at least be good looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wears the, the Batman just wears a mask most of the time, right? Like we're probably not going to see him. Yeah, what's and, a lot and of they him? Just, they just know, uh, but, sculpt his abs. Yeah, so but, he doesn't have to worry about that. 
But what is he going to contribute to this role? Nothing. The only thing I liked him in was Cedric Diggory. It was fine, but he was like 17. Exactly. First and, and last he died. Thing he Spoiler alert. <laughs> so Bale is out on the Batman? I'm, I need Hillary to keep me up to date on these things. What, Bane, you mean? No, the Christian, Christian Bale. 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 Oh, Christian this Bale. This is a whole different. We had Affleck. We had Christian there Bale. Was then we was had after Bale? The, the Ben Affleck mm-hmm. Batman, and now we have the Robert Pattinson Batman. Okay. Yeah, I, can't I think keep up. that's part of the um, issue with DC is they keep remaking him and we don't even know what's happening. Why can't right. we have Michael Keaton back? Yes. Right. Yep. That was great. Simple. Now, this is a whole new director, a whole new thing. It's one of those things like when Hillary talks about her sort of mid range movies and they cost 30 million to make and they're star driven and they, you know, if they make 90 million, that's what they have to do to make a project. And you, mm-hmm. you spend $300 million on a Batman movie and it makes a billion. And right. so that, yeah, that's a better investment. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the pictures of uh, Colin Farrell as the penguin? No, I love Colin Farrell, though. He's There's great. no reason for him to be cast as this. It's all, uh, what is it called? Prosthetics mm-hmm. on his face. You he can't must even be tell unrecognizable. Yeah. Unrecognizable. It's really dumb. <laughs> Once they had Danny DeVito as the penguin, why would you even try again? Can't mm-hmm. have anyone else. There's just no point. Yeah, he's perfect. Yes. This has been old people <laughs> grousing, <laughs> complaining <laughs> about Batman. About <laughs> I'm three Batmans boots. behind. So. <laughs> Batman? Batman? Mike's like, Clooney, did you see those nipples <laughs> yeah. on the bat suit? Wow. <laughs> Put some rings on those babies. Why don't they have Robin anymore? They tried Chris O'Donnell as Robin. They're like, well, that didn't work. What's he been up to? (laughs) I think that's a career ruiner because you're admitting that you're not a star. That That you're a boy sidekick sidekick material. You're not a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's something that it should be like the promotional track. Maybe you have to play Robin before you can move on to Batman. Well, I think Mm. they should go against type with Robin. He should be like a gangly, like older fellow, you know, who's like. Not deferential to Batman at all. Just you know, <laughs> Michael shit. Sheen. However you want to go with it, I just I, let's have some fun with it. If you're going right. to bring Robin back, don't, just don't have him be just some craven five foot two guy who you know. Uh, but he's supposed to be doesn't an get to wear a cod piece. You know, that's his whole backstory is that he was a circus acrobat. I don't know. I'm three Batman behind, so you <laughs> all right. Know, what, what's my opinion worth? Yeah, we're getting far afield <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, topic yeah. of the sure. show, but. We can irritate a lot of comic book fans on oh, this yeah. show if we put our minds to <laughs> oh, <yeah>. it. So, <laughs> um, Let's get back to it. The thing that I'm looking forward to this fall, the first thing is turning the air conditioning off. Like I said, this has been a nasty hot summer and I hate it. And I live in an old house and my bedroom's on the second floor and it's so hot up there. Even oh, when the no. air is on. It's gross and I hate it. Um, and I can't wait to... Put my flannel sheets back on my bed. Put my duvet back on my bed. Right now it's like linen sheets and a tiny little thin blanket because that's mm-hmm. all I can stand. So I'm very much looking forward to fall weather. And you have you have one of those weighted blankets that you I do. use sometimes, right? And mm-hmm. I know that I really enjoy the weight of a blanket, but I mm-hmm. just can't stand it right now. Oh, it's way too much right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think about getting a weighted blanket every time I'm getting like x-rays done. 
Uh, I'm like, this This feels nice. Why are you it taking this nice. off of me? The, it is the so downside calming. Is Mike buys a lead vest. <laughs> right, right? This feels great. The downside is that in the night, usually it will slip off, and then there's just this hard lump next to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it's that too heavy move. to move. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, mine is also sweater weather meaning that it's not hot as hell in this house with no escape um Mm -hmm. because we don't have air conditioning so we have just like a series of fans that and windows open that we do all day like move the blinds and open the windows and close the windows and it's a lot of temperature maintenance it's too much maintenance exactly central hvac you have to track the sun across the sky and the breeze coming through your house and everything has to be opened and closed exactly the right times by three o'clock in my office i cannot even stand it it's so hot because the sun just like shines right in through here and with that also is election season i love election season and i'm very excited and hopeful you're like the only year. person that i know that's excited and isn't just like please kill me and make, make me end. up when it's over yeah i know only because i'm hopeful <sighs> i i wish i was <laughs> otherwise i would enjoy it too but i just am so dreading it we're yeah. not getting caught in that trap again no yeah <laughs> fool me once yeah shame on me or something right. yeah <laughs> Whatever I know, really, the yeah, advertising something. is just beyond. And it's everywhere, because now they know that people don't watch as much TV anymore. Yeah, so it's Facebook. And... It's Facebook, it's YouTube. I'm it's getting texts everywhere. constantly of like, who are you voting right. for? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I don't understand how I got on lists for Republican donors, but it pisses me off. Me too. Yep. And they're always so um, breathlessly worried, like, oh, my gosh, this thing. And we only have 24 more hours to Mm -hmm. reach our goal. And I'm like, what goal? What limit? What's the deadline? None of them are traveling to rallies this year. So their campaign budget should be a lot less. Mm -hmm. I did make $10 by doing a... um, a $10 Amazon card by doing a political survey where I um, did A-B testing for someone's message. And I thought it was a scam, but I'm like, oh, if this survey is going to take me five minutes to do, I'll do it. And then I got actual $10 Amazon card. (laughs) Score. Yep, it was worth it. I'm into that. Mike, what are you looking forward to? Well, by this time next week, there will be one NFL game in the books. Oh, and I will be should have thought of this off to the races as far as I mean, I I've really enjoyed spending time with you guys this <laughs> summer. Mm-hmm. It's been fun, but I'll you know we'll see you in March. You think it's all gonna go as planned? I don't think it's all gonna go as planned, but um, when there are so many billions at stake, they're gonna make sure the NBA did it. It's true. And the NHL did it, and yep. Major League Baseball is death marching their way to the end of their <laughs> thing. So, football has their shit more together than baseball. So, I I, I think that they they will yep. probably be able to make a season of some kind, by hook or by crook. Major League Baseball is going to get that season in. It <laughs> you doesn't will matter. Go up to bat right now. We have a gun on your train. If they pull train. people up from single A, <laughs> they're gonna have enough players. <laughs> Yep. Finish Half the, the roster is dead, the other half's in the hospital, but good news, you know, we got more guys coming. We made it to the playoffs. <laughs> Success, <laughs> well, the playoffs. everybody. Fantastic. 
Well, you know, once you make it to the playoffs, then COVID goes away. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot easier to take when you when your when your bank account's full. I guess uh, your grandma dying is is not as painful for some reason. <laughs> no. Fuck those guys. I hate Major League Baseball. <laughs> so, question of the week. You guys can see it coming. What did you miss the most this summer? We don't have to be all sad about it. We can just say, hey, this is what I missed. Because we know that we're going to get back to it. There will be more summers until the planet becomes unlivable. A one summer. <laughs> yeah, it'll be one endless summer. Endless Listen, summer. one crazy we summer We have forever. like five or six good years left at <laughs> least. Yeah. Yeah. Before this whole country is a burning desert. Yeah. So tell us what you're looking forward to doing in that last half decade mm-hmm. before the apocalypse comes. On the back nine here. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking forward to? We had a good run. Oh, God. This is dark humor. Christy, <laughs> <laughs> what are you recommending this week? This week, I am rec- also dark, but very necessary. Um, a podcast called Nice White Parents made by oh, yes. people that did. Hillary recommended that before. Oh, she did? Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry. But we can always take another recommendation. <laughs> Especially as school's about to start, everyone should um, listen to this, even if you're not a parent, because, you know, your tax money all goes to schools as well. And we can all make change. It's good. Even the trailer made me, like, angry and anxious. And it's so good because I think we can make change. So, See, that was my, not my objection, but what I said when Hillary was talking about it, that the reason that I haven't listened to it, even though it's sitting, you know, in my podcatcher is that I just can't take any more ways that white people are terrible. (laughs) Like I know you don't have to rub it in, but this is These are people that mean well, like they want to make equality in schools. And so they do what they can and then they just kind of walk away. And so they had, um, good intentions they mm-hmm. just didn't follow through with it but they underneath their good intentions they are all They're biased awful. as oh we are totally all. i don't want to examine myself that closely anymore <laughs> i'm done i'm done we're terrible but, we're i terrible. mean you can say well i'm not a parent i didn't do that <laughs> and i mean <laughs> not on even me. i could yeah even i could do that a little bit like well we don't have that kind of school system here because it's it's uh, focuses on a school system in Brooklyn. Well, we're absolved then. Yep. <laughs> so listen, it's good. <laughs> um, and then I guess I'm also doing the shameless Amazon plug of the week. Um, I recently purchased a 100 pack of blank postcards because I joined a um, um, some kind of political action called Postcards to Voters. And what we're doing is they have collected the address for Democratic voters in Florida trying to get them to register to vote by mail. And so we're, we have a pre-recorded message to write on it. And um, I've just been doing that until my hand is numb and I can't <laughs> feel it anymore. That's great. When you say blank postcards, mm-hmm. does that mean there's no picture on the front? Yeah, so I draw a picture. <laughs> <laughs> what I first bought these actually before I signed up for postcards to vote because I had seen something of um, to buy stamps to support the postal service because Trump's trying to take it down. 
And so my thing was, I was going to buy these postcards and write letters to the White House telling them how terrible they're doing. And also by using the U.S. Postal Service and also telling them they're terrible. Mm -hmm. So that was the main purpose. And then I found this postcards to voters situation. So I'm using it for both. Cool. So yeah. Postcard activism. Yeah. I like like it. it. It's fun. And probably your postcards will get there to those voters (laughs) in time by December at the latest. I also just signed up for another thing called vote forward. If anyone wants to do that. And that's where you write letters. It's a pre you like print out the letter and then you just write your name and that's Mm -hmm. going to um, voters all over to make sure that they vote this time, this election. Do you think any of this could um, backfire? The way that I'm seeing all the ads and I'm like, oh, for God's sake, I know. <laughs> or, you know, as YouTube is trying to force me to watch John Mulaney. Yeah. <laughs> that people in battleground states will be like, enough already. You oh, can't I'm sure make me vote. To live there. I'm getting yeah. a little oversaturated and my irritation is I'm voting. Leave me alone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like once you vote, you should, especially here in Washington, because we're mail in all. Um, as soon as you mail in your vote, they should just stop. Like you, should, yeah, you shouldn't have like, to see no those more anymore. Political, exactly, you don't have to see them. You don't have to hear them. You don't have to get them in the mail. All of it. Should just. I don't know. We've used a lot of the uh, the Bloomberg mailers to uh, to pick you poop. Know, keep keep water from getting down to the house. Oh, you know? that's a good idea. <laughs> we laid them all out there like sandbags. Yeah. <laughs> He, we would get three or four a in. fucking day. It was amazing. So many. Yeah. At least with the postcards to the Florida voters, they're already, we know that they're all Democratic voters or they have been in the past. Yeah. And so it's mostly just because I don't think, I think that there's a um, campaign to keep that information from people. And so I think that having a handwritten postcard saying, hey, here's a number you can call mm-hmm. to register to vote from home. Maybe it will work. I have to feel like it would work. Can't hurt. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Let's do a little housekeeping. Hey, would you like to support us by buying a little merch? Proclaim your love for Tishi on your coffee mug or whatever. You can buy things at thisshowhaseverything.com and click the shop button. Also, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. You know that Hillary thrives on attention, whatever kind of attention it is. (laughs) But say something nice about her and give us five stars so that my ultimate plan of being the most popular podcast in the universe can come true. (laughs) We got to start slow, guys. And uh, if you would like to support us in other ways... Shop through our Amazon link. We add one to the show notes every week, and you can click through there. You don't have to buy the 100-pack of blank postcards, although please feel free. But as long as you use that as a starting point for your own Amazon browsing, anything that you buy will kick a few pennies over to us, and that really helps us not have to fund this out of our own pockets. That would be great. If you want to get involved with the show, go to thisshowhaseverything.com. That's our wonderful website. You can send us a message at throwyourphone.com. You can join our Facebook group. Our show Twitter is at Show. You can email us at tshe at 10710.com. You can send us a voice memo by recording it on your phone and then emailing it to us. People do that. It's great. We love it. 
and fax Bobby at 617-354-8513. Thank you for joining us this week. We hope that you will agree that this show had everything. The summer air was soft and warm, the feeling right, the Paris night did its best to please us. And strolling down the ocean, we had a drink in each cafe.
Are you ready? Yet? Mm-hmm. That was one of those where you're like, do I have to go to the bathroom? I don't ask. I can <laughs> no. help. No, I bet. No. I'll be fine. That's, that's no. me like every night before bed. Yeah. Like, I don't feel that's like That's me in it. the middle of the night because I don't want to get up. Mm-hmm. And then you regret it. You're yes. like, oh, motherfucker, I'm so tired I'm now. I wake at four in the morning. And my legs aren't on. The one thing I learned working retail in a store by myself was you always mm. go to the bathroom before the other person leaves. <laughs> yeah. Always, always, yeah. always. Even if you're like, no, I'm bone dry. I don't need you're, to. Yeah, you're just getting one drop out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. like well, before a road trip with mom. Just just try. Um, I don't care if you don't have to go. Just try. I need to see you go in and out of that bathroom. Yeah. You don't have to do anything in there. 